Welcome, Ruby. Welcome, Ruby. Welcome, everyone, to, oh my god, episode number 10. 10, 10, 10. Of a close distance podcast. I know you can't see me, but I'm doing like, you know, fives <laughs> in the air, like opening my hands. To, okay, me to too. Say 10. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 10. Wow, I can't believe we've done this 10 times. I was thinking about it. It cre- it drives me actually, well, I can't even believe that we talked last week, right? Yeah. yeah I feel like that was like a year ago. I know. Like have <sighs> we, we're living so many lives in a day. It's, it's, it's insane. I know. This is a weird... <sighs> I hate saying that. I feel like I say it's weird every week. <laughs> I just use the word weird. I, I should go back and listen and see. Yeah, it's, it's really weird right now. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not the right word. I feel weird. Yeah. I feel weird. Uh, yeah. But this is like. This is a this is a pivotal moment in Black history and, uh-huh. and civil rights mm-hmm. history and mm-hmm. this like we're we are living in it and mm-hmm. it's um about time it's about <laughs> it's about time yes yes we are it is <clears throat> wild it is wild it's 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 because it's a combination of all these things like it didn't. The success, the successes that have come and hopefully continue to come, came yeah. with suffering, right? Like it's, it's such a combination of emotions, and we're not even in the middle of it. We're we're, we're bystanders. I know. Um, so I think let's start with a, a check-in. So like a, a a legit official check-in with each other. Like, how oh. are you doing? <laughs> you go first <laughs> I can't answer that I'll probably start crying I'm not sure how I don't think I should answer that this week on a on a on a radio show <laughs> okay I don't like know. on a scale of 1 to 10 how are you feeling some days are 2's and some days are 8's and what's today mm, 6 Okay. Okay. I don't know. It's just been very, um, there's just a lot happening and I just feel like I'm not doing enough. And I feel like Mm. then I'm like feeling like I'm not doing enough in my own work and my own life. And Mm. my apartment is still pretty, I'm just like still very unsettled from moving. Mm. And, uh, because I just have been like, I need shelving. I need, I need things. Mm. And then I'm like, these things are so arbitrary compared to a pandemic and all these other things that are happening in the world right now and the suffering that is happening. And I just, yeah, I I think I'm just a little bit spinny. Mm. Like, yeah. So, and things are starting up again. Like, like people Mm -hmm. are at the park playing ball and I can't Mm. even imagine going and, seeing my community right now because I'm not ready at all mm. and when you haven't been touched in three months I, I don't know how I can be expected mm. to not have a complete mental breakdown if I go there <laughs> so, 
So Even I need to like. It would be you. so good for you. I know. It would be so good for you, Nicole. I think I need to. Um, I think I need to focus on like a few of the like, like people like you or like close friends mm-hmm. right now, and like sort mm-hmm. of easing into yeah. uh, making some bubbles so I can mm-hmm. have a hug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. just like it's just that, and just just like needing to that like there's really no work for me with my freelance photo retouching so it's really like why am I here like I should just hop in a car and go home for a few months to New Brunswick so there's just anyway that's it in a nutshell so I'm like some days are a two and some days are an eight and today's a six Mm. and that's my Mm. update (laughs) how are you (sighs) um I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. good, all things considered. I mean, if, like, I think, I think I have the ability to compartmentalize. Like, mm-hmm. I can, I can understand that in my life, in my house, like in my physical house, I have this safe, comfortable, cozy, zone that I can be in Mm -hmm. that I'm in most of the day with my new little puppy and so if I just kind of stick to that and I do my work from home and I make my food at home then I then I'm I'm quite satisfied I'm quite satisfied um which is nice Mm -hmm. it's nice but you know obviously I'm I'm engaging with outside of that house and inside outside of the, the country and outside of you know my safe bubble and trying to keep up with the current events and yeah. and completely aware that like I don't even I don't get a, a sliver of it I don't even I'm not because I'm white because I'm not living in the states because of the privilege that I have I know very little I need to learn a lot more but there's also stuff that I will never learn I'll never understand what it's like Oh, of course. And yeah. I have to, I have a lot of work to do. I have a lot of work to oh my do, God. In, do in ever... the work that I can do. Yeah. And also uh, I run a business with an advisory board. And so brainstorming yeah. ways to um, simultaneously um, have a more diverse board, obviously that's like the easiest and best thing to do or not best. That's, that's the, that's the first thing obviously mm-hmm. needs to happen, but um, not wanting to tokenize, right? Not of being course. like, "Oh, you're yep. black. Do you want to be on my board?" Oh like, my god! Of trying course. Trying to like learn how to how to navigate that, and not yeah. and not not let the discomfort shy me away from doing it, because I think that's kind of the easiest thing that white people often do. It's like have I don't you, want to have this discussion. Have you created any strategies to do that within the board? Like, because like the first thing that comes to mind for me is like figuring out things um you know the uh, correct me if i'm wrong cuz i just mm-hmm. cuz i i'm not sure but um of just like creating like figuring out things that you know that you don't you cannot like questions that you cannot answer and perspectives that you'll never know and how that mm-hmm. applies to your work um and how that call out could be framed in a way that you would find the right person to have to have that voice for yeah. your company, you know, like. 
I mean, I can't think of an example off the top of my head right now, but I feel like you have the, you also have the resources, like, you know, people that can help help you with this. Like you're... Well, and we're doing so. Something really exciting is happening is that we're registering hands-on media as a nonprofit, yes. right? Like right That's now. So awesome! So it's this it's is me, great. I know, and it's me and three other women, and we are talking about this as like specifically related to accessibility, specifically related to diversity. Nice. We're writing the mission. We're writing the mission right now which is directly related to Black Lives Matter, which is directly related to Indigenous issues mm-hmm. and, and what the best kind of, the best case scenario uh, for this new organization that we create. Um, so it's really exciting. It's really exciting in, the, in that way. Um, it also is like, holy, holy shit, because when you think about a service uh, provider that, that we, would, we are, mm-hmm. You think about all of the people that you have been without intention, excluding from your experiences. So um, people with um, ability issues in terms of mobility issues, in terms of having a ramp for your workshop space so they can come Mm -hmm. in. There is so there's so many considerations that do need to be all considered. Um, and, like, and the yeah. more you learn about it, you're like, oh, wow. Okay. We, we have a lot of work to do. Isn't it amazing? I, even in a week, mm-hmm. in one week from the last time we spoke, it's incredible. Like, it's just incredible how much you don't know and how much like mm-hmm. embedded bias that we all have as white mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. And it is taught. It is mm-hmm. learned. We like, when I think back at my public education, we did ne- we never learned about for example residential schools as a mm-hmm. as an example and mm-hmm. and i see friends from high school posting on facebook and some are saying nothing f- whatever but there are the few people who are being more candid about their own inherent racism or white supremacy and how they're changing like sort of taking steps and i think that mm-hmm. that's sort of that's sort of the first step. It's the bare yep. minimum. But yep. even just saying these things out loud in order mm-hmm. to know that the people around you, including ourselves, are waking up to this whole mm-hmm. other reality we can never experience, but that we can completely observe and do whatever the hell that we can to mm-hmm. get this, to, to get this, to not be so embedded in our culture and society Mm -hmm. i'm like it's just sickening that it's gone on for just the way that it goes on Mm -hmm. (sighs) it's sickening Mm -hmm. and canada is so far from innocent it is i just got this book uh policing black lives which Mm. focuses on canada which i'm i'm Mm. really happy to start because like Mm. start in canada because it's Mm -hmm it's uh about state it's on the front it says state violence in canada from slavery to the presence present mm. and there's 33 pages of references at the end of this book like it is mm. so well researched so mm. wow i'm just like anyway I, I haven't read a book in years and i'm gonna read this effing book. <laughs> yeah you are and can you take notes and then report I would yeah. love to hear what you took from that. I mean, well, there's, there's I'm already be a starting lot. a little group of. I mean, I can we can ah. discuss that maybe off the radio show. But there's 
two other women who like there's three of us who have been talking about how to sort of move forward with and I don't even know them I you know one of them really well but I only know I only I don't know one of them and I know one uh, through Mm -hmm. as an acquaintance and Mm -hmm. it's very um it's the kind of thing where I'm like I definitely struggle with holding myself accountable a lot and so Mm -hmm. having this outlet with other women who experience privilege to try Mm -hmm. to navigate this to try Mm -hmm. to do it the right way Mm -hmm. and to not uh yeah anyway we can talk we can talk about that after but it's just um I think everyone needs to start (laughs) Mm -hmm. doing this like we need Mm -hmm. to just give some of our friggin' time Mm -hmm. to learning Mm -hmm. and unlearning Mm -hmm. oh my god I could go on and on sorry (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah there's well there's a lot (laughs) there's a lot yeah it's the tip Uh, of the iceberg there's a lot and we we can um like I I feel I feel like we're in a good spot like we we're 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 trying to be as open-minded as we can we can be we're trying to learn we're trying to engage our own community and influence uh, people around us we're not like 85 where like this kind of stuff is kind of like eh, you know we we're 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 young we've got our whole lives to be better people at this stuff mm-hmm. and better late than never Better late than never. I mean, also, like, I'm not, I'm not, like, I, we have to take our own responsibility for this. And I, and I do, but just speaking to the residential school stuff, residential school curriculum actually isn't in the curriculum in Canada. K to 12. That's changing. Ontario has it now. There was something I think I just read saying that it was, that it, it, I actually, I probably even shouldn't even say that without fact-checking that but i'm fairly certain this is something that's being addressed right now it's well i mean to put in curriculums for september like for for it it's just so it's so contrived the history that we've learned and my god i know when i hear about like racism like in the prairies against indigenous people it's like it's terrible it's also encouraged by the canadian government to not inform its citizens about the real history of this country and it's because there were still schools in 1995 like there were seven yeah or 90s yeah the 90s like we were oh that's like we were teenagers yeah or almost (laughs) i graduated high school in 98 yeah i graduated in 01 okay well close well yeah i was a young teen you were teenager for sure yeah like yeah it's wild it's 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 very recent but that's why it's not um, in the history books because it was still happening yeah exactly oh my god it wasn't like a <laughs> yeah it was like a part of the system yeah yeah oh, um yeah yeah we've got a our education system needs to be reformed we need to mm. be and 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 yeah that's that's all of it i think <laughs> this 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 movement will I, I feel I think there's going to have these ripple effects where, yeah. where people are really going to like start to make a difference in their own in their own ways and also at, in big ways with politicians 
lobbying for better curriculum to be written more inclusive yeah, and hopefully more we diverse. will vote for people who yes. have this as a main point in their platforms mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. moving forward this is the only way to go because it or it won't change it and it mm-hmm. it will be chaos forever like this yeah. i i've hope we should have protests every time someone gets killed by police brutality like that's pr- mm-hmm. pretty much what it looks like it's gonna be so I'm hoping that's what creates some sort of change in a way that, like, I mean, the, these protests are working. Minneapolis is mm-hmm. in shambles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so well, they they they've they've dismantled the police. Um, yeah. In Minneapolis, it's amazing. It's amazing. They like, dedicate. They've like signed pledges to do it. I haven't followed up it's on amazing. it, but it's amazing. Yeah. Like. In Houston, Texas, the police chief has banned uh, chokeholds yeah. with police now. Like, there's real change happening. Yeah. How how amazing is that? Um, Reverend Al Sharpton was speaking. He gave a eulogy at George Floyd's memorial mm-hmm. uh, yesterday. And in one of the most moving things that I've heard come out of this he invited like he 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 gave this eulogy and then he said i invite the mother of trey martin to stand up i invite the sister so all these family men- members of people that black people that meant black yeah. men that were killed in the states were at the memorial yeah. and were standing up and everyone was supporting them and cheering them and loving them and it's like the time like the time has come where this yeah. is enough is enough these are this families is not who just been, him like, yeah they've been it's this yeah. has been going on for i saw an image of a like a an image of an iceberg and at the at the tip of the iceberg with joe it was george floyd and then underneath was another hundred names mm-hmm. it's just yeah it's 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 a pandemic in itself it's a pandemic inside of a pandemic it it has yeah. Uh, Canada. Yeah. Canada is just as bad. It just looks different here. It just appears differently, but it's just as sinister. And it, and it, uh. yeah. Have you listened to um, the Thunder Bay podcast? Yes, I have. Okay. It's very well done. Yeah. I feel like that's required listening for all Canadians. To just yep. get a little hint of what's going on in this country. It's a really like, with like five part, I think there's a second, second season that just started or something. They're, they're focusing on something else, but um, yeah, the first, like those six, I think it's six or eight episodes are just, they're so Well, good. and the man, the journalist who hosts it, I cannot remember, his name's Ryan McMahon, I think his name is. He's Indigenous. Um, which is great. Uh, he's he's covering an indigenous issue, obviously, and and it's it's he's he's very good at his job. Mm-hmm. Very very interesting to listen to. Very in depth. Such research. a good voice. Yeah. And and he didn't start recording until nine months after he arrived. He just wanted to really get a feel for what was going wow. on, meet people, develop trust with people. Yeah. Um, and really sit with it 
sit with it and do it justice and he said he kept on getting like calls from toronto being like where's the tape where's the tape and oh, he was wow. like i'm not ready yet i'm not ready yet that's why I need it's time. good i need time and it's it's very very good and it's so um sin- yeah it's so sinister oh and my god so dark. and um it, yeah. yeah it is required it, it should be required listening for sure and i'm yeah i applaud <laughs> canada land yeah um, and they're and they're they're always working on cool new projects like that and i think that 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 one thunder bay got a huge amount of listenership like huge like it was it 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 really did make a difference like there were changes that were made in thunder bay like systemically because of that podcast so you know that yeah it's it's a good it's a good example of investigative reporting done right yeah and doing doing right Um, yeah it's also like not to be picky, but it's so well edited just with the interviews yeah. and the, it's, yeah. su- it's such an easy, it's such an engaging story. You you can't tear mm-hmm. yourself away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's a, it's a, it's, it's an example of a town in Canada, a city, it's a city that has a lot of racism yeah. on both sides. Yeah. And it's a very, this is this, this is the, the, the impossibility of a colonial state. It is not um, an easy thing to have these two groups living, coexisting together mm-hmm. and everything's hunky-dory. It's like, no, 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 no. It's, it's problematic on all these different levels and there is no easy solution. And yeah. there is like the sick, diseased um, populations that have racism embedded in it in the in the playground at schools with the teachers and you know it's just oh it's so it's it's really it's really depressing and it's hard to know what you can where where to start yeah uh fight it fighting that racism and i think the first step honestly is listening to this bloody podcast you know like hear that perspective i agree you know totally agree so, um, Nicole, I'm curious about like your work stuff. So what's, what's going on? Um, did I tell you I got a new computer? It came. <laughs> Feels very weird to talk about that right now. Uh-huh. Um, but uh-huh. I will. I, uh-huh. uh, I'm just wrapping up like a few portrait, um, commissions. I have a little bit of work okay. with a musician out East and then, uh, somebody mm-hmm. here doing some baseball portraits which is kind of cool um cool and uh really just kind of prepping for hunkering down to learn animation so that's Ah. i'm sort of trying to get the things off my plate that need to get off my plate um to focus on that because the work is slow right now it's really i'm grateful for the the, uh, the little bit of money I have saved up, but it's, yeah, it's slow. I don't know when that'll end. There's only even, yeah, even work at the other place that I freelance is non-existent right now for anyone. Really? Yeah. So wh- why why is that? Because they can't, <laughs> from what I understand, uh, is that, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's uh, like even U.S. and Canada border, the postal, the the stuff coming from the States right now is stuck at the border. They have totally stopped oh. um, 
delivering things uh, international and is all stalled. It's frozen right now because they're so overwhelmed. So I think that that is sort of maybe happening on a grander scale because the clothing that they have to sell is from other countries and it's hard to get it here. So we don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of shoots. I think that's what's happening um, from my understanding, but it's, yeah, it's it's just a trickle down Mm -hmm. domino effect of what's going on in the world. Right. Yeah. Which is fine. It's just tough. Mm -hmm. It's, because now I have a new machine. I could do photo retouching real fast. <laughs> but, and from home, maybe. Yeah, well, the full-timers are working from home, and the freelancers just have no work right now. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the life hmm. of a freelancer. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I heard New Brunswick is opened up for um, visitors. You just need hmm. to have a really strict two-week quarantine. So hmm. I've been... Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of pondering that I still needed to be here for some things before I decide to do that but I'm hoping it's not like a window that ends up closing but um, my parents neighbors apparently have an RV so I could maybe live in that for two weeks mm. and not uh, that could be pretty quarantine that'd be kind of fun yeah I'd just be sitting in their driveway <laughs> waving from the window <laughs> Go for a walk in the woods alone. It's pretty remote oh, wow. there, so I think I can do that. But yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be like a little residency. Yeah, you're like a. I think that would. I think I'll end up doing that eventually, especially if we get a second wave. I I may just make that call. I just uh, I'm just not there yet. It's really complex with the mm. the just like the logistics of bringing all my equipment home to New Brunswick. So anyway, I'm sure the anyone who listens to this podcast is not interested in those logistics. <laughs> Aren't you going home soon? Mm. Mm-hmm. When is that? June 30th. So in 20 days. Whoa. So we have two more podcasts uh-huh. to do. Wait, look at my calendar. One more? In Montreal. Yeah, and then... that's what I mean. Then you can talk about BC. Yeah. And the ocean. (laughs) Oh, I'm excited about that. I'm excited to be in nature and away from people. Like there's kind of, yeah. I live, like I live in a very dense, like an urban dense uh, neighborhood. It's, you know, there's a coffee shop across the street. Mm-hmm. There's always people there. Jerry Park is packed. They're just, it's just a lot of people. Yeah. And um, it'll just be nice to just, and, and not just people. It's like trucks and construction. Oh my God, I know. always go, 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 go. And it's like, can a girl get a break? I just like, can't I believe. Just, I know. I, I mean, Montreal is going to I have a condo being built behind my house. It is only oh, going to yeah. have six units. I've already called the police once. I think I mentioned that last time, mm-hmm. um, which I didn't want to do because I don't like them right now ever. <laughs> but six, mm-hmm. it's just incredible that only six condos will be in this building. And it's just going to be six people or, or 12 people total that will take up that space when 
it could anyway i just i've just been thinking about that like who are these six people that are buying these six condos anyway just construction well i i learned that facebook and twitter are letting their employees basically just work from home permanently oh wow um are they paying for their internet oh i think so i think i think there's some deals you know they're getting higher speed internets at their houses and stuff but um they said that in the bay area the median salary is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for these tech web developers software guys like that is insane and and so the real estate and and the housing is reflecting that and so they they all of them want to leave like a lot of them want to leave like they don't they could be making that same amount and paying a fraction of that, like of what they'd be paying in the Bay area. So it, when you think about people, like they could move to Montreal and like, Oh my God. Yeah. This is so cheap. Damn. Um, it makes sense. Wow. For them. I didn't even think of that. All these people that work mm-hmm. from home can literally live wherever they mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yep. it also means they can hire anyone in the world. Yep. Whatever that means. Not that I want to ever work. And I heard, well, and I heard on a podcast this week that some companies are using like geo tracking Mm -hmm. for when their employees are leaving their desk uh, to go to the bathroom or walk their dog. They're being tracked. Like they're monitoring their employees when they're working at home. That is so ridiculous. That is like next level micromanagement. (laughs) yeah but then my friend last night i was hanging out with her and she's like a big manager at at a big organization in montreal and she knows that there's some employees of hers that are doing nothing like it's like a paid vacation like they're literally producing nothing and why aren't they fired and they're they're not doing any work because because it's the city it's this is like there's some they're def not everyone is going to be like that and not every company is going to micromanage but it's i can see that it would be tricky when yeah I, i'm just glad i don't have to do that i'm glad i don't have to decide any of that i would never do that but i just find it like, i don't think i can ever do that I, no no and and some people are quitting over it right they're like i'm not going to be I'm not I'm i just not find it bizarre providing because this. like i don't understand how like you have a task you do your work if it gets done then what's and like it's done on time and you give what you give what is the issue what like if there's if you don't do that then yeah that's you should probably do your job <laughs> or get fired well, and my, i don't know it's- um, yeah exactly my other friend works for a government agency here in montreal and every week she has to give a percentage of how productive she was that week well i know my friend in nova scotia is struggling with her productivity and works for like the power company there and it's and it's and it's not even like like i'm finding i'm hearing more stories of like people working overtime and not getting paid for overtime or doing too Mm. much work because they're at home Mm. Mm. but yeah, it's complicated. But like, that's such a weird thing to to ask I know, someone. Like, that's... like I don't even know how I'd answer that. Like, how how productive was I at work in the office building? You know, like, <laughs> a, 
I can guarantee you those employees weren't working 100%. I don't think anybody I've worked is. in those offices. No, I know. So what are you supposed to say when you come out? It's like, why wouldn't that be the job of the manager really? to say, I believe that my team is working at 75%. Mm-hmm. Not like singling out Agreed. everyone to like auto, auto evaluate. I find that really annoying. And so there's a bunch of employees that are on contract. And so they're like, all kind of competing for the same contract that's going to be up in the fall. So they're all like ass kissing and being like, I'm a hundred percent. And like my friends, like, there's no way, there's no way that you're a hundred percent. Um, I don't think anyone is. I don't see how anyone could be right now. No. What the hell? I also like, I hear people talking about how, you know, you know, deadlines got pushed for certain deliveries of certain things, but then it's like, why were these deadlines even being like stringently trying to be gotten to in the first place (laughs) during a pandemic like like yeah there is not gonna be any movies next year nobody's filming (laughs) so just chill like do a good job instead and do it slowly and focus Mm -hmm. on detail and like i don't know it, yeah. that's the stuff that it's that well i guess it won't be no movies in the next year not not it'll be 2022 where there will be no movies mm-hmm. since there's mm-hmm. so much post-production now mm-hmm. anyway it's just interesting so maybe the deadlines will be at hell on earth in 2021 since they'll be catching up Everything is 2021. I just want to get through 2020. I I just want to survive 2020. My friend Stacey Lee was like, my bet next is on mummies or zombies. Right? The zombie (laughs) thing seems even more possible now. Doesn't it? Why? Because all of this seems so... God, it's like... Honestly, every we're the aliens. That's what I'm feeling more than anything. It's just like, mm. like, and like, I'm sorry. How ominous was it that a whale came to Montreal and then died? Like, this is such a, oh, I don't want to say it's weird. It's such a weird time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so sad about that whale. I was so bummed. We don't need to talk about it. Okay. We don't need to talk about it. Rest in peace, whale. Rest in peace, whale. I love you. Oh, I do. I, I really too. mean it. <laughs> I love you, Jesse, but I also love the whale. I know. I know you love the whale. <laughs> I just, I just jumped on that. You're allowed. I'm like, I'll take no. it. I'll take it. Um. Yeah. Oh, got any um. Any books or anything that you're you're planning on reading or like any plans on how to continue sort of expanding how we educate ourselves or do you have any anything that you've been thinking mm-hmm. about other than like your work related mm-hmm. stuff? Obviously, that's great, um, mm-hmm. but just on mm-hmm. a personal level. Mm-hmm. Well, um. I, I, I ordered a book, um, how to be an anti-racist. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been listening to a bunch of podcasts and I've, there, there's kind of this, this homework. I don't know if you posted it mm-hmm. or someone posted it being like, 
So you say you're anti-racist or you say you want to oh, be? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Here's some homework for you. I read that and I was um, like, wow, I can't answer yeah. any of these. Well, not and not none, yeah. but mostly none. Yeah. Yeah. Like name three, three black journalists, name three tenets of the Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter movement. Um, like such, such awesome. It's such a great story. Totally. That's a, yeah. Um, I- but but for me for me i i have an idea um so i would like to offer a free digital storytelling workshop for anyone that's black or a person of color anywhere in the world this is this is going to be virtual and as an opportunity to reflect on where they're at right now and reflecting on what has been going on and where they would like to go. And just an opportunity to reflect on, like, this, this time and space. I like that. Um, and it's going to be, yeah, free of charge. I would like to co-host it with a Black facilitator or a, a person of mm-hmm. color that would be interested in hosting. And, and we have kind of a complementary, like, skill set. Maybe a filmmaker. Uh, maybe a photographer. Maybe um, someone that's just a workshop facilitator that's really mm-hmm. interested Um in this but i i that's that's just one one thing i want to do to to give back and provide like an, just my skills to something um positive like and creative that. and and skill sharing that's something i'm that's so, something that i'm struggling with if, if like trying to other than the fact that if i feel like i'll be able to to have a little bit of storytelling with if i learn animation that can help yeah. sort of facilitate something i'm just sort of like in a lull as far as um like a like a di- i'm just not there yet and as far as like finding yeah. out what how i can contribute with my skill set um i'm really really i i think i'm really leaning towards um uh like i started following some people that are using the hashtag uh disabled black lives matter and that mm. has really shown a lot mm. of um yeah it's something that needs to be also amplified and Mm -hmm. that touches Mm -hmm. close to home so it's uh yeah that's kind of where my i'm leaning i just i'm not sure how to Mm -hmm. do that yet but i do definitely have some resources i can reach out to you know so yeah awesome have you seen crip camp on netflix no i recommend it I highly recommend it. It's about um, a group of, of, I guess they're youth in the 60s that had a variety, wide variety of special needs that were all invited to a summer camp. And that summer camp ran for many years. And people that went to that summer camp were uh, like, they, they bonded really well with each other. There are all these like wild stories, like, there's people were smoking pot, getting drunk, having sex in the bushes. It was just this like wild time. At the same time, like Woodstock is going on. There's also this awesome camp happening. Whoa, this I've and never heard time, of. Like, and it's, well, it's oh, from it's this amazing. year. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. And people that met at that camp then went on to become like instrumental leaders in the accessibility movement in the states, I love that. And and like I'm definitely they, 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 got, watch that they got right away. It's as amazing. soon as we get off, it's amazing. Okay. 
it's so so good and it's like how do we not know this like oh right like we just weren't taught it ever and it's well, and this hidden is like, from our view and we haven't we looked also for it finally have and it's no excuse at all uh, whatsoever but the access and i've said it before the to information yeah. is yeah just, like it is at our fingertips and i have like Something that I did last week was, like, I was pretty active on social media in regards to, like, being as observant as I could and reading more and 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 trying not to get defensive. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have, you know, you have this automatic defensiveness yeah. when you read things that are, mm-hmm. that it just mm-hmm. happens because you're, we all have racism in us. And it's, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, but something that I've been trying to do is, like, showing a little bit of compassion when I see other white women posting on other black women or men, but I was f- mostly following w- women, but, um, and as still am, but just people who are constantly asking for help for like, what do you mean by that? Why did you say that? And then mm. me trying to chime in instead to be, mm. and being a little bit mm. compassionate mm. and like sending mm-hmm. some links to not like, that's, that's the, great. Oh, like that was my only Anyway, that's the kind of thing that I'm trying to... I don't know if I can do that with my family. (laughs) But that's sort of like this approach that I think we all need to sort of sit with a bit and just know that like it is our responsibility to talk to other white people. It is our responsibility to continue this conversation. And we do not need to ask anyone any questions. There are books. There is the internet. There are so many things that we have access to we just have to do the work so it's 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 and it's not easy it's fucking uncomfortable and it's hard and we we just have to do it it's or or otherwise i don't know what else i don't know what the the other choice is (laughs) there is no other choice so well and it's happening happening. it's happening i feel this in my community there's been people speaking out and being yeah. proactive and acknowledging their own racism and acknowledging their mistakes and, and acknowledging like yeah. a willingness to learn and, and, and be we a better are person all gonna and make these push, mistakes. push through that discomfort. We're all going to continue yeah. making them. We are not done making mistakes. Mm-hmm. So you own it, yeah. you learn from it and you help others. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. You keep on going. Yeah. Yeah. Silence oh is God. violence. It's never. Oh, um, we're, 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 are we? Okay. (laughs) Um, everyone Uh should listen to the Thunder Bay podcast. I feel like it's required listening for Canadians Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. uh, and Mm -hmm. to, to put a cherry on top of something still on topic, um, and something that a documentary that you sent me a long time ago, because my family lives in Philadelphia and uh, let the fire burn mm. is an incredible documentary to throw into mm. your mix of uh, learning about police brutality in Philly in in mm-hmm. the 80s in this documentary, but in the forever time in the world. Um, where did you do you know? Did you watch that recently, or do you know where you can watch that now? Uh, well, it was on Netflix the for briefly, but but it was oh, very. It was. I think it was oh. very brief. It's not there anymore. But I'll see if I can find it. I'll look for oh. it. That is one of the best documentaries yep. I've ever seen. It's, it's a wild story. Um, another thing that I would recommend 
listening to is the Sandy and Nora podcast. They are now the number two news podcast in Canada. And it's because Sandy, who lives in L.A., came out with this term, like, defund the police. And she got in some trouble. The the, the current, like, CBC radio show refused to interview her because she wanted to talk about defunding the police. It's too extreme. And she used that and just ran with it and has gotten all kinds of amazing media attention around this term and they are so smart these two women and they talk about the stuff Mm -hmm. that we're talking about on a different level in terms of like eloquence and and Mm -hmm. articles and research and they've been doing this so a lot more than 10 episodes though (laughs) Oh, oh, no, they're political yeah, writers yeah. and commentary. <laughs> like, they're, they're, that's their job. <laughs> We're just two women in Montreal that are self employed, living yeah, through a quarantine. Two little creatives <laughs> trying to figure it out. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, this is, this is the, this is it. Yeah. I'm going to start listening to that too. I got these new. Bluetooth headphones that are like old school Walkman headphones. They feel so light and airy and uh, it's a, been a game changer for my active listening skills because <laughs> I can move around and I'm not tethered to anything. So it's helped so much. That is awesome. <sighs> okay. I love you. I love that was you. Great number 10. And I will. Uh... That was great. 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I want to do like a high five with two hands with you. I'm like jumping in the air and high fiving you with my, with both, both, all 10 fingers and palms, two palms. Yeah. Okay. In in person, hopefully, maybe soon. Definitely before your 20 days here are up. (laughs) That's right. Amen. Okay. Have a good one, Jess. Love you. Okay. I love you. Talk to you soon.